0: Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope. I'm your host, Anne Buckland, and we are on a massive journey this Maybank holiday weekend to hear stories from people where, where they've had to hold on to hope in its many different forms when hope has often seemed lost. And it's it's just such a privilege to be sharing these stories and hearing from a number of different people all over the world of where they've found hope and how they've kept going. Um I'm joined by Laura Yates of Hilltop Hypnotherapy. Um hi Laura, how are you? Hello, I'm good. Thank you, Anne. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um now Laura, we're doing a, a number of, of podcasts with you and you have so many stories from your life of where you've you've kept going and also where you where you have kept going despite immeasurable odds against you. Um and I think there's, there's a whole source of strength in your stories for other people. Now, you currently work with people, don't you, to help them find hope and hold on to hope? Hmm. I do, um, yeah. What, what other stories from your life do you have that, or, or from um, people that you've encountered that to you epitomises hope? Um, well, I
1: mean, within my work... I encounter it a fair bit um mm-hmm. I work with a lot of parents um for, with my hypnobirthing um a lot of parents who are hoping for a calm confident relaxed birth whatever that means so uh, I think a lot of hypnobirthing can be uh misinterpreted because it's not just you know for those who want the natural birth surrounded by um I don't know whatever and all calm and serene and everything it's giving people the tools and techniques um to have the experience that they want to and to stay calm with whatever's presented so I guess from that angle the hope would be just to have um I know for a lot of expectant parents just to have that birth experience that they can look back on and smile rather than I know with some client a lot of clients I have they're on their second or their children and they're hoping for a better birth experience than they had the first time maybe because they didn't you know have certain things in place to help them to have that so um I know with the hypnobirthers and with my hypnotherapy clients you know I work with a lot of anxiety um issues and stress uh, pain management and I think hope is what brings people to me a lot of the time Mm -hmm. hope that things can be better and Mm -hmm. that they can find that strength to hope for better days and I just absolutely love supporting people to do that
0: (laughs) And what tips would you have for someone? So you, you meet a lot of people where that, that seed of hope is still there that there can be something different, but they've got to a point where they, they have to reach out. They haven't they haven't got it that they can they can do alone, they need support. How would you what advice would you give to someone who's kind of making those first couple of steps to thinking, do you know what? I can't do this alone.
1: I would say reach out whether it's to a therapist or your doctor always reach out even if it's to a member of your family um it can be scary but the first step is always the scariest um and yeah support networks i find are incredibly help um important Mm-hmm. So whether that's, you know, your doctor or the therapist or your friends and family, there's always someone to reach out to. That's That would be my first port of call, I think. But also believing that this doesn't have to be the end of the story. We mm-hmm. can always write a new one. And even when we're devoid of hope or feeling like there isn't any hope left, mm mm-hmm. Even if there's a spark of it, just hold on to that thought that it's going to be okay.
0: That's amazing. So just that trying to keep chipping away and remembering that there are there are people around.
1: Um, yeah, and yeah, I mean, you know, I've been through some times in my life when um, I've had no hope left. Um, well, actually, no hope, but that maybe a little spark of it deep down um I didn't want to reach out to anyone I just felt like the whole you know the whole world had fallen down around me at some points but Mm -hmm. I think the best thing that I've ever done is to reach out at those times um and get that support that I've needed
0: that's amazing thank you and and really good advice sometimes when when things are a battle when they're a real struggle the Sometimes it's it's very easy, isn't it, to implode on oneself and just want to hide. Hmm. And actually, getting getting that last bit of strength to reach out can can really be the best thing to do.
1: That's it. But also, I mean, I'm kind of encouraged- trying to encourage people, also the people around. To um, there was in a Roman Kemp documentary a while ago, and he said, to "Ask, are you okay? But ask twice." So if you have friends and family that you think are struggling reach Mm -hmm. out to them don't necessarily reach ask wait for them to reach out to you kind of works both ways as well
0: I like that as well are they okay but ask twice so because it's very easy isn't it for someone to say are you okay and you're like yeah I'm fine off we go and actually that very active asking twice makes someone think and it's it's the other thing is it's so easy to say are you okay and it becomes part of polite conversation doesn't it so it's easy to say without people meaning it and Mm. actually when that's genuine genuinely said with intent then that's really powerful
1: yeah definitely it is you know a habit you okay yeah fine thanks yeah and you could be completely falling apart inside but it's that automatic responsive yeah i'm good thanks but if someone's to ask twice, maybe that's inviting someone to open up a little bit. And there's, that's um, brilliant. yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. I know we're going to speak again, but thank you. Pleasure. Thank you.